You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Welcome, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Today, I have Omari Salisbury on with me. And we were going to be diving into something that is much needed for us to discuss here at Converge. Um, of course, I want to remind y'all, it's the top of the show. You can still tag and share this stream. Uh, we want you to tag and share it for folks who, you know, can benefit from not just a daily dose of dopeness here on The Day with Trey, but really benefit from hearing uh, the Converge perspective on something that's very serious out there. Also, to uh, you know, if you can't listen to or watch us, you can always listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network in the day with Trey. Y'all will find me on all of the platforms. Um, but I want to start really at the top of this show and welcome Omari Salisbury. Hi, O. Hey, what's up, Trey? Hey. It's, it's been a minute, especially this setup right here. How are you? Yeah, absolutely. I'm doing all right. Um, I, I really want to thank you at the top of the show for for coming on today. It's a very serious topic. And some of those who have been following Converge may know of this, but I want to give you the chance to open us up uh, properly here. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, a, a lot of stuff is, is hindsight. And when you think about it, it's probably a conversation we should have had here on our own platform even a long time ago. But, um, you know, we want to talk with, uh, have a discussion today about Jake Grabrod. You know, um, a lot of people might remember that Jake was a freelance photographer here and also uh, a producer and had a show online uh, here and everything else. And man, you know, this, this, uh, Really just want to talk about everything with Jake and, you know, the there's a, a podcast just came out this morning. Um, something was wrong. And with uh, Tiffany Reese as the host, and this is the the whole season is actually about Jake. You know what I'm saying? And um, what he'd been up to. And I was on the podcast. I'll be honest with you. Uh, you know, it's, it's actually it's a great podcast. Tiffany Reese, probably one of the best podcasters that I've come uh, that I've come across in a long time. Uh, she's very diligent, um, you know, research and everything else and giving voice. And our, her platform is, is really about advocacy for people who are um survivors um and um especially in, in relationships and things like that and we had an opportunity to to speak last week um for the podcast that came out here today and so you know about jay grabbright and you know i thought this would be a good opportunity as as well to to talk more with the public you know, about our experience here with Jake and also to clarify a few things. Yeah, I think uh, for for some of you out there, you may have seen things pop up online. I think uh, we all kind of got connected to this as it kind of was flourishing online in terms of uh, some uh, women who have been coming forward about um, Jake and their interactions with him. And there's a wide variety of stories out there at this point. Oh, and so I, I'm grateful that, you know, we're taking this time and now to really address this from our perspective. Yeah, no, I, I mean, for, for sure. And, 
you know, like I said, the the um, something was wrong. I think it's something was wrong dot com. You go there and it's, it's a whole season of, of stuff. You know what I'm saying? With Jake, it, it goes back a very long time. Well, before us and, uh, you know, even probably after us uh, and everything else here at Converge. But, you know, I mean, we've we've been saying this for a minute and reaffirm it right here that it's like, you know, what what. I mean, you hear it in the podcast, man, what what Jake did as far as is, you know, out there in community before us. And while he was here, man, there there's it's it's irre, uh, irreprehensible, you know, um, trading on our name, basically. And 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 not me, you know, I mean, I get everybody they see Omar, they see conversion, don't realize it's a lot of people here. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people in the mix. and. I mean, I look at this whole situation and I'm just like, damn, you know, one, one thing for sure, I guess a good place to, to start at is actually we met Jake the same day. Yeah. Um, this was, this was in June of 2020 and we were broadcasting from the chop over in John Mitchell's bunker, uh, in the chop. And we both, we both met him the same day. And a lot of people might not realize this, right. Is that Jake was actually hired as a security guard, mm -hmm. right. Because the chop was hella dangerous at the, at the time, you know? Um, and he was hired as a security guard. His, his job was to watch the door there at, uh, at the bunker and then also move around when we, when we moved around there. And I bring that up because, you know, people were a, a really valid question that people have is like, well, man, before he came in to converge, how come you guys didn't do a background check? And the thing is, is that we, he initially joined us as a security guard in the middle of the protest. And, you know, I mean, it's still a valid question, but I mean, that is the the reason why, you know, um, that he, he entered into our system that way. And then after the protest, um, when we basically, you know, stuck around in that context and it was like, you know, in a, in a bigger news sense than we were before, then he transitioned over into our company as a photographer. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important because people have a question like, well, man, how come there wasn't a background check? And that's why he was he was uh, working as a doorman at another venue in Seattle. And someone on, on our team at the time knew him from there and brought him over to Converge. And he started as a security guard. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And I mean, I think uh, there's... Um uh, you know, stories out there, too, of like where you were like, oh, man, you know, there was times where it was really dangerous and Jake was there um, in a security capacity. But I appreciate that you said, you know, we met him on the same day. And this is why for me, it was important to have you on the day with Trey to really address these things, because you and I met him the same time. And um, honestly, that was when we began to even know at all who he was. And these stories as they came out shocked us both. I mean, because we, we didn't have that purview of who he was before he came uh, to us in the chop. So I, I appreciate you saying that and also kind of laying the foundation for how he got connected with us. Uh, but he continued on as a photographer in, in a you know freelance capacity. And clearly, uh, as we hear a lot of these stories, uh, from women, we understand that there was an abuse of power there and, and really a treading on Converge's name, as you said earlier. Yeah, I mean, and, and the thing is, is that I, I think you saw it, too. I don't want to speak for you. Speak for yourself. The the Jake that we saw the, the here was wasn't the Jake 
that was out there in community, you know, basically taking advantage of the platform and everything else. Right. That that wasn't the Jake. And so, you know, in in the 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 podcast is it's like and I remember there on the call, I, I literally I was like, man, I don't be with that dude like that in the sense of outside of work. Yeah. And, you know, we've been rocking with each other for years. And when we leave, we everybody here goes home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't I don't hang out with you. I don't hang out with, with Curtis. I don't hang out with anybody. I go home. And so a lot of the things that was that was going on, we saw the work. Jake had no idea that this was, you know, what was happening behind the scenes. And basically, you know, one thing that you hear and it's man, it's just hella troubling. There's there's hella people on the platform was like, oh, well, you know, we really trusted Converge. And so we trusted him. Yeah. We trusted Converge. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we supported Converge. And so we felt comfortable with him, you know, and the, to be able to use our name to be able to gain access to, to, to people is like, it's crazy. Yeah. And we would have, as you said, uh, we would have never even considered it because there was so many internal discussions with the whole team about what we're doing here at Converge and the fact that uh, the reputation we're building, the name we are building, it means something because we care about our community. You and I would share personal accounts of, of why we do this work and why it's important for us to do it. We always talk about starting with two uh, audience members, you know, your mom and your dad. And, and, you know, there's a personal connection to this work for us because we're, we're not just here to tell stories of the community. We're a part of that community. Yeah. I think that, you know, people, people who, who know us and been along on this journey, you know what I'm saying? Well, before the protest, and even before COVID, but even if people start on the morning update show, they know that like, you know, we started that show and we started that coverage. And even when I first went out to the protests, it wasn't all of these people. It was me and Eric Calligraphy, you know, and we was out there to to cover the protests for our neighborhood, you know, can converge. Like you said, that the very first morning update show, I was like, man, our parents would be watching, Yeah, you know. This is this has always been about our community and the service of our community. And if you look at our content from way back, you know, from four years ago, excuse me, some places five years ago to today, you see that that's where we've been and that's where we've been centered on, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and everything else. And so to, to, to hear these things, you know, it's, I think about it. I'm like, you know, how the, the damage to our, our trust, you know what I'm saying? Uh, something that's really, you know, that that has organically built up through hard work in our community. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is that, uh, you know, people who do know us, uh, you and I and, and Eric uh, personally understand what we do this for and why we do this. And so there's such a, a community uh, connection that we have. And uh, we've shared it plenty of times in terms of, you know, one of the greatest gifts uh, I receive is when people in the community say, man, y'all are doing it. It wasn't about the accolades. It's great. We can win an Emmy and we can do all these things. But really, we were like, man, we care about what our 
our people think. And so uh, I, I'm glad that, you know, again, we're taking this time. I, I want to dive in a little bit here, too, because when we think about how um, some of the women, uh, some of the representation, uh, those who were representing a lot of these kind of survivors of whatever was going on with Jake, that, you know, there there was some level of them trying to connect. And I want to kind of dive into yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, this is the thing is when people people listen to the podcast, then, you know, they'll know that, you know, I, I, I feel that I've kept it real 100 percent that it's like, man, we could have managed that better. Um, you know, one initially, you know, it was like in the late February where it was like, you know, heavy tagging. There was this uh, this anonymous Jay Grabbrod account. Um, then people were, were sending direct messages to, to some of you guys um, with, with, with all kinds of stuff that's going on. Jake was over here for a few days being like, man, this is a child support issue. You know what I'm saying? This is playing out in public on the Internet and everything else. And, you know, first thing I'm like, is like, well, man, whatever issue you got with your child support, you need to go fix that because this is like, you know, this is now impacting people who ain't got nothing. You know what I'm saying? To do with whatever issue that you have here. And, you know, we, we would start to get messages, but a lot of stuff that we would get as well was was anonymous. You know what I'm saying? There was some stuff for individual people. And, you know, for for us, if people look at all of our social platforms, they're they're for distribution, meaning that like you don't see any converge back and forth with people. You don't see whatever. We weren't really set up for, you know, for for heavy comment monitoring or things like that, because that's not really like what what we've ever been. We've always been like we're we're putting something online. We're distributing. And we move on. You know what I'm saying? Even our Twitter or everything. It's just like, OK, here's what it is. You know what I'm saying? And we move on. Probably could do better with that. We probably get more engagement if we did. You know what I'm saying? Back and forth. But we have the manpower for it. Um, and you know what I'm saying? A few days later is when John Mitchell, the same John Mitchell from up there at the bunker, he reached out to Nick and he, he had sent Nick uh, some messages being like, hey, look, man, whatever you guys might think over there, this this ain't child support is an issue, but there's a bigger issue here with Jake and what's going on. And people are coming out uh, and, and saying all kinds of things about him. And they're saying he's trading on your name and the community feels that you guys are sheltering Jake. And the same day we fired Jake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You were here. Yep. The, the, the Zach, the Zach same day we fired Jake. Um, you know, I mean, it was, it was, it was crystal clear. But I think that like when we talk about because the best thing you could do is just look in hindsight. What could we have done better on that part? And, you know, one of those things is when, you know, these messages and, and just so the general public knows as well, is that we also get all kinds of messages in here. You know what I'm saying? And and we get messages from anonymous accounts or, or things like that or other people saying all kinds of different things and everything else. And, you know, now, I mean, we do everything we take seriously. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I was I was talking to somebody. Um, I talk to people all over the place now, by the way. You know what I'm saying? I do my very best to me personally contact people directly. And sometimes they agree. Sometimes they just wanted to say their piece and they don't want to reply. But whatever. But, you know, to contact them. But you know what I'm saying? Initially, we could have done better in, in picking up this pattern and being like, hey, man, this is, you know, something more that's going on. I think also something else that kind of threw us off was that, you know, you 
you guys was getting targeted mm-hmm. and, and people were like calling you out and calling you whatever. And you're like, you know what I'm saying? So the employees, so we're like, man, is this an, a, an attack on Converge? Is this something that's going on here with, with Jake? Is this some, you know, is it both? And, you know, like I said, John Mitchell is true in the, in the podcast. He came and that same day, you know what I'm saying? He was like, listen, man, this is what this is. And, you know, it's very clear. And, you know what I'm saying? We fired Jake, but I missed an opportunity that day. And and I think the, the biggest opportunity that I missed that day was to actually come on here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Should have came on here that, you know, even did a special or, you know, the, the morning update show, I believe mm-hmm. was still on that that same day. Should have came on air on the morning update show yeah. and said, you know what? This is what's going on. This is what's happening. You know, we weren't aware of his activities, but, you know, he's out of here and it, I missed the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? As a leader of this company. And I think uh, a lot of that has to do with, I mean, putting our uh, putting my head around like what's going on. I mean, this thing was was at that point moving a mile a minute of, of all kinds of people, all kinds of, of survivors um, coming out, saying all kinds of things. You know what I, you know what I'm saying? Um and I think part of it was probably embarrassment, shame, disappointment, you know, that we've disappointed our community and everything else. But I, I missed a great opportunity right there to to use my voice. And what I said there in the podcast is that, yeah, people wanted to hear from Converge as a company, but people wanted to hear from Omari. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the biggest thing. And by not saying anything in the moment, by not saying anything there, I think that one, of course, we disappointed community members. um, And we also left a lot of space open for assumption. You know what I'm saying? Oh, are they still cool with Jake? Is it still this? Is it still that? And you know what I'm saying? We, like I said, we missed an opportunity right there. And, you know, I'm I'm accountable for that. And I, I take accountability for that. And, um, and not using my voice and and being seen at that time to to let our community members know they're like, yeah, we stand with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We stand with them a hundred percent. And so um yeah, that was that was something that we that we definitely could have been done better. And like I said, I'm not just saying this right now. I also said that, you know, on on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, this is something where, you know, uh, for for any of you who were following us at the time, you may have seen us drop a statement. Um, We did do that. But, you know, I appreciate you being open and vulnerable to say what could have been done at the time, which is so true. And I think a a lot I just want to make it clear that we all were feeling that as well. And as we were trying to dissect uh, the the wide amount of uh, information that was coming at us to our personal accounts, you know, reaching out with uh, certain things and me trying to find the time to dive in. There was a lot of thought around. Right. That. And I think uh, some of the confusion internally was is like some of the things that people were saying. And I mean, it makes sense later, but in the time. That, you know, because I remember we were sitting here. I mean, this is after even after after Jake was gone, you know what I'm saying? After we fired him, but it was like, do, do people do they see our programming? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like our, our, our programming is is really led by black women over here. You know what I'm saying? 
And, you know, that that was another where it's like, okay, you know, hindsight is 2020. And, you know, and one of the things that Tiffany Reese talked about was that, nah, you know, people really do like you guys programming. People respect, you know, where you're coming from. People, you know what I'm saying, think that that, that it's great how you give voice and everything else. And when I say what T- Tiffany Reese said, this is people who are impacted by Jake, who, who are saying this, you know, so wasn't somebody's like, Oh, their program is crap. It's this and that, you know, I mean, people, people see that, okay. You know, the women are out in front at Converge, you know, um, with, with all of these shows here. But at the time, you know, we thought that it, it was like the community was perceiving that we're, we're, our, our, our programming wasn't aligned with the values. And like I said, that was in an oversight and you know what I'm saying in that, and, you know, I think that and that's why, you know, every every statement is led with that, like, you know, and I mean, it, it, the, a lot of statements were collaborative, you know what I'm saying? But this is but this is why it's led with that, like, you know, we're a platform that's, that's led by by black women, you know what I'm saying? To uplift the voice of black women. Yeah. You know, my 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 mama's still on radio. Mm-hmm. She's she's 76. You know, this is this is a this is like this is what we've always been about. And you know, this uh, again in in that in that uh approach and some of that wording, I think again didn't hit it forceful enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We 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 should have we should have worded it different because inside here, maybe I've been talking a lot because people see in, you know, outside they see a, um, a, a statement or a post, but you are inside. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe you can tell people well, like, you know what I'm saying? How, how you as somebody who was dealing with, with Jake, you know what I'm saying? Guys went all over the place. You know what I'm saying? He had all, took all your brand photos and everything else. Like what the atmosphere was inside, because I think sometimes people think that we were sheltering Jake inside the company. Right. Which really wasn't the case at all. It was another reason why um, I I really was excited to do this today and and knowing that it's going to be a difficult conversation. But I think uh, people need to know that there was a lot going on with the queens of Converge together. And I really want to shout out all my sisters, all my queens, you know, Basa Gordon, Julia Jess. Uh, T-Dub, just thank y'all because really together we were we were saying to ourselves we are we are women as well and these stories that were coming out were were mind-boggling to all of us none of us were were thinking oh we don't stand on the side of those who are have these experiences we began to share some of our own personal experiences around you know layers of uh, abuse and you know neglect and you know manipulation I mean there is a to a certain degree there is a shared story here that we really connect with all of the women who were you know coming out and sharing their truth and and being vulnerable um when we know that society doesn't always accept all of that right there is a lot of backlash that can come for from you just being honest about what happened 
There's a lot of, uh, you know, different ways that people resonate with those messages or not. And so I just want to make it very clear that, you know, for all uh, of the women beyond the queens, we have Acacia, we got Reverend Walden, we got so many women that are supportive here of Converge uh, that are not just on the front lines, but all of us uh, were were really dealing with it in our own right. And I, um, I again, you know, we were moving um, in terms of how the company should move and, and we weren't thinking necessarily about like our individual uh, selves and how we sh- how I wanted to just come out and say, hey, yo, it ain't cool. And I, I want to be very clear here. Something you said there is very true. I dealt with Jake on a different level. And so there was a major level of uh, uh, hurt, to be honest. Um, it was beyond disappointment in terms of me reading some of these accounts um, and realizing, whoa, you know, it, it, this is what some of these women were experiencing when I was building a relationship with him, and, you know, as a photographer and, you know, sh- he and I sharing certain stories. So there was a lot in terms of a personal uh, effect that this had on me. Oh, and, and I really appreciate you opening that up because it's true. All of us, uh, particularly us queens here who are front facing, we were dealing with this internally. And I want everyone to know that. Right. And, you know, I think, and again, hindsight is twenty twenty, and, you know, you guys should have spoke up, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, and also, and then there's the balance though, of you not wanting to overshadow the, the, the people out in the community who Jake impacted. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And I know that that was one of the reasons why guys just weren't out there. Like, I mean, because I said this in the podcast, you know, guys were getting beat up and, and let's be clear. Right. Because there's, there's all this, you know, I mean, there, there's, there's this timeline here. There's different people in groups that are in, in, you know, involved here, but the issue is Jake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the issue. The issue is Jake. And when you talk about that, right? And where people are like, well, well, man, you're 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 still friends. You're still associate. Jake. I mean, my 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 daughter, part and parcel conversion. People might not know my daughter is an ACLU award winner for her work with women's rights and LGBTQ rights. You know what I'm saying? Jake was around my daughter, around my son around my mama, around my dad, you know? And as all of these things came out, you know, it's this very, this is, my, my daughter took this like, you know, tough. She, she traveled uh, with them. All you guys yeah. did, yeah. you know? Um, it's, and the, the thing is, is that what, what my daughter was saying is just like, what's really messed up is Jake, taking pictures of, of, of Trayana Holiday and of the Queens and everything else very well might've been an entryway into, you know, trust level and yeah. community. Yeah. Uh, this is so true. This is why it's important to address it because if there was any part that I played in, you know, people, uh, receiving Jake in a way that said, well, Hey, you're around, you know, Trey, 
you know, maybe you must be cool. There is this association um, that we have to take on. And and there's uh, now we have a heightened sense of this, right? For anybody who we're working with, it's like there is a heightened sense. This was like a huge lesson learned for all of us in terms of how we move forward and build relationship. But it is very true when, when we hear those accounts and we hear so many saying, well, man, but but looking at what Converge stands for, there's no way they would harbor someone who would do this. And so there is this level of, I think, um, uh, you know, accountability that we hold in community. And that's also true for my personal brand. It's true for any one of the queens uh, here at Converge because we did feel comfortable going out on shoots with Jake. And and y'all saw the, the you know, the, the, the product of that. And so there's something to be said about that as well. Absolutely. Yo. Right. You know, this is I mean, this is this brings up something. And like I said, it's to be able to clarify. Um, and I want to I want to get to the call that we had here, yeah. you know, what I'm saying in a minute. But be able to clarify is, again, there was the Jake. No one is saying, especially not me. I'm not saying I did not know Jake. We spent we spent a lot of time, especially me, you and okay. Jake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Me, me, you and Jake for for the majority of the time it was here once, you know, things uh, slow down from the protest yeah. and what we what we saw here was very different so when if anybody hears me when anybody hears me say i didn't know jake it's not that i didn't know jake you know clearly but i didn't know jake in his personal life you know what i'm saying right. in his personal life his personal capacity you know our, our old saying i touched on this earlier in the show work hard stay humble take your ass home you know, and we didn't leave here at the end of the day. You know, I, I had no idea. None of us did. No. And that's that, I think that's why it was just such a big shocker. None of us did that. Like all of this was going on. Yeah. And and this is why I think in this day and age, uh, you know, it's important for us to be able to be uh, candid about that, be vulnerable, be open to the public, because we know we're here to serve in that capacity. And if any time it seems like there was a violation of what we are giving into as our service to community, we want to make sure we address that. After this short break, we're actually going to get right into uh, what Omari was talking about in terms of this call and and, you know, what what we could have done there as well. Please stay tuned, you guys. You're watching The Day with Trey. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME, and a housing counselor stepped in, talked to our lender, and saved our home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHalf.org. That's WashingtonHAF.org. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Joining me today is Omari Salisbury as we talk about uh, this much-needed topic in regards to Jake Grabrot. Uh, welcome back, Omari. Um, we ended that last segment there talking about, you know, this call that we had, and I want you to be able to explain it to the folks so they know where we're at with it. Yeah, well, I mean, first and foremost, right, before before we, we talk about this call, I want to acknowledge that, you know, again, this was something that we could have handled better. Or I could have handled better. You know what I'm saying? 100 percent. The 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 buck stops here, you know, and also acknowledge that, you know, that these these women who got on the call. 
you know, acknowledge their their experience and, you know, what they went through um, in dealing with Jake and also, you know, their their efforts in getting the basically making the public aware uh, of everything else. And, you know, I said this in the in the podcast is that where we we could have done better, I could have done better. It's probably just had a listening session. Right. But and what people should should know is that what you spoke to earlier, you know, we had the, the queens in here as well. And again, all everybody's impacted by Jake. You you have um, this group of, of survivors over there. We have not only you guys. I mean, we say the queens, so a lot of other people who work here, you know, are associated, also impacted by Jake. And I think that in in that call, um, one, like I said, it, that first that first call should have just been listening. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I I thought that it was important that they also um, met people here, women here who who Jake had also harmed. You know. Um, and you guys didn't really talk about it publicly, how, you know, what you were experiencing or what you were going through and things like that. And what I thought was like, OK, if these guys here can also talk to these guys here, then they'll see that, like, you know, this is somebody who's who's harmed, you know, basically everybody here. And, you know, in, in setting up the call, I, I talked to one individual there on the call and. um discussing with with that person was like okay well let me bring in the um the queens you know of converge and i as i probably should have been clear in the in the in the podcast um she she was like and they felt that they got ambushed and of course you know i mean people i could say this is that people who who know me and they know my intentions and everything else and sometimes things don't always end up the way they're supposed to be but you know i have good intentions and my intentions was never to make somebody not feel heard or make somebody feel ambushed or make somebody feel, you know, um, um, you know, under undervalued in, in everything else. And man, you know, listening to the podcast and this was that's what I'm saying is like I'm not on here to to refute anything. You see what I'm saying? Like listen to the podcast and Tiffany Reese did a good job in putting that podcast together because she asked people like, you know, I mean, it's in the documentary style. I mean, it's, it's on point. So she asked people, I don't know their exact questions that was asked, but this is, you know what I'm saying? What came out and they identified a bunch of things that, that they had an issue with on that call. And you know, the, the, the buck stops with me. Um, and that wasn't the intention and the intention was is like for 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 them to tell us you know what was going on and what's what's what they which they did in the call and also for you guys to be able to tell them like yeah you know what this is also what this dude did you know what i'm saying or this is also how um we were impacted and i think some of the takeaways of it and you know you're here if i'm if i'm wrong you know what i'm saying you jump in but i think some of the, the initial takeaways at least my understanding of it was, was I wasn't asking for somebody to clear converge or clear 
Omari, the discussion was, is that you guys were losing opportunities. And I was like, is there, is there any way that we can let the general public know that these queens are converged, these, these black women here are converged, who also Jake had harmed, like, they ain't got nothing to do with Jake. Um, and that, that was like the intention because, you know, in the podcast, it's like, well, Omari wanted us to, to write a letter. Omari wanted us to clear Converge. And it's like, you know, I mean, this is where Converge and Jake Grav brought, um, and unfortunately my, myself are, are tied. You go 20, 30 years from now, and you know, one of the things I said in the podcast was that my son has my same name. Mm-hmm. You know, he had, my son has my same name. It's people Google my son out there in, in his college. You know what I'm saying? They, they see Jake Grav. So there is no clearing uh, converge, clearing, whatever the, the, the intention. I want to look directly into the camera in case any of them on the call watch this. You know what I'm saying? That the intention was not to uh, uh, clear converge or um, or write a letter telling everybody converge is cool. The intention was to let people know that you guys didn't have anything to do with it. You didn't, you, you guys didn't hire, you didn't fire. If anything, you guys were main people like put pressure, like, Hey man, you know what I'm saying? This, this has to go and, and everything else. I, let me stop right there. And we'll pick up the conversation. Cause I see you shaking your head. No. Yeah. I, you know, one of the things I want to make clear is, you know, uh, the Queens did join the call and, um, at the time for me, I didn't know that they weren't expecting us on the call. And so I came with the intention to hear them, number one, and to make sure that they understood where I personally was coming from. You know, having conversation with my sister Queens here at Converge, I think all of us were really coming into that discussion to ensure that, you know, those who were on the call heard from us in terms of, hey, we hear you and we want you to know that we too are working to make sure there's separation between us our brands and Jake Gravbrot. And that was something that was, you know, maybe it got muddled um, in the back and forth, but I want to make, I wanted to make sure that they heard from me specifically being the one uh, of the Queens who had dealt and known Jake the longest. I felt like it was a personal thing for me to tell them, you know, I want you to know as someone who has dealt with uh, manipulation and different things around abuse, I wanted them to know that I hear them and it's not okay. At the end of the day, my goal was to make sure that they understood that as we here are working to uplift black stories, black love, black excellence, black legacy, you know, we, that's our goal. And so uh, when we were dealt with this, it was a huge blow to all of us. And if that didn't come across, I want to make it clear right now that that's really where I was coming from. And, and I never wanted anything that I contributed to, to seem as though we were being defensive in any way of Jake or what he had done, or that we were being defensive of Converge. I think for us, we were saying we we came here, we are all here and pouring our brilliance into Converge because we understand the need to uplift black stories. That's what we're here to do on all of our scales. We, we, t- we cover different topics and there's a reason why we have this proliferation of shows, but maybe there wasn't a clear understanding from what I shared or maybe what the Queens collectively shared that allowed all of those women to understand first and foremost, 
we hear you and we see you. And that for us is a big part of why we joined that call. And so I wanted to make that clear too, Omari. I think, you know, for from what I heard from you at the time was, hey, nobody's hearing from y'all and yet this is affecting you all. And so we wanted to make sure that that was also known because we, we, we were saying, look, you guys dealt with it in this very um, personal way. And, and what in the exchange that you have with Jake, it ended up being something that you did not want or welcome in your world. And now we are uh, receiving a byproduct of that action that we weren't even involved with in a personal way. And yet I did never want that to seem like it was us being defensive. Right. And, you know, one, one, at, at least one of, of, the the queens you know people were 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 contacting people they work with trying to get like you know what i'm saying i mean it was it was crazy you know in in that sense and and that's where the word slander came up that it's like um you know you guys are getting slandered out yeah. out in public you know what i'm saying i mean man nobody's here to defend jake grabbrot um, the, the, the damage that, that Jake has done out in, in community first and then here in, in Converge is like, you know, it's, it's incalculable, yeah. you know, and there's absolutely no one here in defense of, of, of Jake. But, you know, back to the phone call, it's just like, you know, again, um, I take full responsibility that it, it definitely could have went and should have went a lot better. You know, um, and I don't always, I, you know, clearly not always the, the, the best intentions don't always end up with the best results. Um, and really, I was thinking that the idea was is that guys would be able to help each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To to for for you guys to, you know, I mean, man, they might need information. You might need information, this and that and, and everything else. And and that was the intention. And also, you know, for for people who are out there and they're like, oh, well, you know, we're defending Jake and everything else. The idea was to bring impacted parties together to get as much information as possible to be able to share information between these two groups of like, you know what I'm what what exactly was going on and everything else. And, you know, that that page and you're you're somebody let me let me let, let you speak to it. But I'll just say this is that page impacted everybody differently, but especially the queens and some were able to scroll through everything. And some were so triggered. We, we do have some queens that have been victims of, of sexual violence, victims of domestic violence. And at least one queen is, you know, still in therapy or still talking to somebody. We, we, you know, it was one of these uh, emergency kind of calls over there to the therapy fund. Like, yo, you know what I'm saying? So triggered by it. And so I think that the 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 response, everybody responded a bit differently to what they saw. And what they saw was like horrible. Yeah, no, I... I uh... You know, I, I will say this. I, I had friends reaching out to me, um, some friends who know um, some of my personal background and story as being someone who has dealt with various levels of domestic violence, um, abuse. Uh, and I, I'll say that um, it was th from them. They were like, there's no way you would be condoning this 
this action or this person, this guy uh, and what he had done. And they wanted me to have a clear understanding of what was being shared. And I, I talk about the vulnerability of someone coming out to share this because what they began, what I began to see and witness was that, you know, women were empowered or strengthened by others being able to share their story. So they were able to see, wait a minute, it wasn't just me. Um, it, what happened with me wasn't an isolated account. And I uh, particularly shared on the call with uh, this call with those women, some of those women and some of those representatives of the women who had experienced this was that, I get it from a personal perspective. And so uh, when we talk about, um, you know, abuse, I have people reaching out to me because they're like, wait a minute, there's no way that, you know, you are okay with this. And it meant that I had to go through this, this, this page and read and understand where the women were coming from. I I had to because I had to understand like, whoa, how connected it is to my own personal story and that there was something so uh, uh, uniquely unifying about when you deal with domestic violence and issues like this. And so, you know, I, I just want to say from my own personal account, you're absolutely right, oh, that that not only was it, again, in a sense, you know, traumatizing but I, I had to go back and I had to think about all of the connections that I had with Jake and how, how did I not know this? How did I not know this was going on? There was so much guilt almost for me because I'm like, we're, you know, we're traveling the world. We're, we're, we're vouching for the people that we work with here, whether we are explicitly vouching for them or not. That's what we're doing. And so I went to myself like for anybody who saw that, Hey, she's comfortable, you know, well, maybe I could be comfortable. And then they find themselves in these kinds of situations. That was really heart wrenching for me. Oh, and that was a personal uh, uh, thing that I still am dealing with, if I'm being honest. Yeah. And, you know, you're you're not the only one. Yeah. You know, unfortunately. And. You know, I think like years ago, right? And a lot of people, they, they learned about Converge during the protest. But years ago, when you talk about our, our, our trust in community and, and people trusting us, you know, I, I remember it took a year. This was like four years ago to even get on the city's uh, list media for media. Is, yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> it, it took, it took a year. I used to have to just go to, go to press conferences and everything. It was like 2018. Yeah. I go like, you know what I'm saying? Wherever, wherever the mayor was at at that time or whatever a city official was at at that time. Cause you know, we didn't get the press release. I just have to get tipped off, you know, and it took a year and it took a year of showing up and everything else, even just to be on the media list. Yeah. You know, when when all all of these things, when you talk about community and community trust and everything else, that the 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 we worked for it. Yeah, we worked at it. You know, we worked at it, and we continue to work at it now. But we worked at it. We worked at it, and this is what I'm saying. When 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 we look at this whole situation, how well actually, but before I say this, you know, I I want to. We say this again about this the the phone call, and I want to look directly into the camera here, you know, 
and say that I could have handled that call better. I should have handled that call better. I should have, it should have been, and what I didn't, what I didn't know at the time, you know, what, what I didn't know going into the call, I should have reached out to a professional. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we have a group here who want to talk and everything else. And I didn't. And setting up the dynamics of the call like I did, I thought that it was going to be different and it wasn't. And it left them feeling slighted by Converge. And that was not my intention. My intention was to really try to bring guys together. You know what I'm saying? So so people could really, sh you know, share stories and, and, and figure out, you know, it, exactly more of what was going on. And so again, there, you know, I apologize. Um, and the fact that, that when we talk and you, you listen to this, to the podcast that, I mean, Jake used us. You know, 100, 100%, he used access, used everything. And, you know, it's true. Like, people are like, well, man, you know, Converge gave Jake a platform. Yes, he was on our platform. He Because he moved from a uh, phot photographer for, for, for our morning update show. And at the time, we didn't even put morning update show photos. It was hardly, you know, on the, the actual Instagram or anything. Yeah. It was usually for cover photos and for, you know, for documenting who, who was in the studio. And... You know, when things slowed down, like I said, from the protests, everybody started to have their their pet projects. And Jake was GTFO. There was another one with, with music. Yeah. The guys that there, we did two different music documentaries. There was another one about uh, drinks. It, it, it's almost yeah. the weekend. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we're, we're, with Eric Calligraphy. And so all these people basically who we had, we had gone through the last few months with, we opened up the platform like, well, man, we need content. You know what I'm saying? Can't talk about the protest every day. And Jake was able to rise up, you know what I'm saying? In, in community and in, in view in, in everything, you know, this is, this is very true. And so when people were like, man, Jake was, was on the converged platform was elevated on the, excuse me, on the converged platform and everything else. This is true. Have we known, what this dude was all about there. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no way. No way. And you know, I mean, there, there is no way. And what, one, one other thing I just thought about this to address is that on, on the call, or I think in the statement, um, someone was saying, it's like, you know, there's one of 13, you know, the Jake is one of 13 people that's out there. And that's not to be little or to, to be like, you know, draw back our hands. What it is, is like, we got 15, 16 shows here, right? And that's just video. Then we also highlight, you know, writers. We also highlight um, um, uh, uh, filmmakers. You know what I'm saying? Other uh, photographers. For, for other photographers yeah. and, and everything else. And in that specific community that, you know, that, that Jake was targeting, you know, his profile was really high. But if you go to other community, we have other people here who have shows, their profiles are, you know, equally high or higher. Yeah. And so I didn't say that to diminish. Like we know, you know what I'm saying? There, there's no running from this. Let's, you know, I just want to be clear. There, there's no, well, you know, I don't, 
you know, there, there is no, especially everything that comes on the Converge side. There's no, he was on our platform. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, came in as a security guard, transitioned into a photographer, transitioned into a, a videographer, transitioned into a producer. You know what I'm saying? Had a travel show and everything else. That's undeniable. And, you know, there, there's no way I'm backtracking for that. What I'm saying, and I think everybody else in this company is saying, is like, we had no idea that that's what this guy was doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, this right here for me is why uh, this special uh, on the day with Trey was so important today, because we have a bunch of amazing media platforms and we need to be utilizing them to make sure that we are also telling our part of this entire story so that y'all understand what was going on in terms of the mindset of so many of us. And I can't speak for all of the queens. I just know what I experienced with them and what we share personally and none of us nobody not one person on this converged team was uh you know at all blaming the the victims or survivors no one was uh discrediting uh their stories no one was uh being defensive for who jake uh showed himself to be to us uh we all in a sense experienced this level of deception uh and manipulation and abuse of power. And that was something that we all uh, could agree on. And I want to make that very clear here on, on this episode that y'all hear us loud and clear in that for any of you who were affected by the, the actions and the behavior of Jake Gravbrot, we sincerely apologize for any way that we gave him that platform, not knowing that that's what he was doing. We still, uh, we hear you, we feel you, we are with you. And we agree that it's not okay. And I want y'all to hear that clearly from us that, you know, as a, a whole converged team, not a one of us, not a one of us was on the side of Jay Gravbrot when we understood all of this that he was doing. Right. And and that's what I'm saying is like, I'm telling people like they should go listen to the, to the podcast. They should go listen to something was wrong and they can, you know, there's, there's the whole season that's there not trying to, and that's the whole point of being on, on air today. I'm not trying to be all defensive. Well, it was this and that. No, people, people should go and listen to the podcast and not just this, the current episode that came out today, you know, if they can make it dog, there's like nine, nine, ten episodes already. You see what I'm saying? But people should go and listen there and 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 get a bigger picture and also get a bigger picture of who exactly, you know what I'm saying, we're dealing with. Um, and, and I want to be intentional about that. And this isn't a conversation this morning to be defensive of of anybody. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that that guys were able they were able to get such a large platform, you know, what I'm saying to to really, like I said, Tiffany Reese done a good job of just research, breaking everything down and all those kind of things. So people should go listen to it um, and get a fuller, you know what I'm saying, under understanding of of what's what's there and. You know, one of the things that that I do really, like I said, want to want to address is like, you know, I'm getting I'm getting uh, emails right now, and but even during during the podcast, 
you know, it was like, oh, well, Omari and Jake are, are still friends and, you know, they hang out and this and that. I mean, this starting Converge, this is something for me that's like, you know, my people might not know, but my dad launched the very first black owned photographic portrait studio in the entire Pacific Northwest almost 50 years ago. You know what I'm saying? And here I am, Converge, my son. Uh, is in his senior year. He's studying broadcasting in college, right? In the Midwest. And for, I think for when, for people to think that that's just that part, just this legacy, then you know what I'm saying? There's the impact on business, impact of reputation. Like at, at what point is all the damage done to, is a friendship with, with Jake more, more important than the damage that's done? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I mean, I just want, want, want people to think about it. And like I said, also, my daughter mentioned it before. She's an ACLU award winner for women's rights and LGBTQ rights. And so the whole idea that like I'm, I'm buddy, buddy with with Jake Grabbride, man, let me put this to rest. The the impact that Jake has had on, on me personally, the business, my family, our reputation our standing, trust level. I mean, I can go on and on, you know, it's in, you know, so just, just to be clear, let me clarify that this is a, I've been to the hospital quite a few times, you know, I mean, it's nothing we talked about here on air, uh, but before this, but like this, you know, we went to, went through the whole protest, never went to the doctor, never went to the hospital, never went to whatever, you know, you have some high, heightened, whatever, you know, get tear gas, get a this and that. This situation here, you know, and so again, letting people know that that's not the case, you know, and then somebody, there was a, a comment by an anonymous person and like Clearly, after hearing the podcast, I know who this anonymous person is, but we're not here to be, you know, a petty or, or call somebody. They weren't comfortable using their name, so we won't use their name here or just refer to them, you know what I'm saying, as anonymous. Um, it was like they said something about, oh, uh, well, they were getting footage or something like that. And July. First of all, I, w- I want to say this is that, and I mentioned this in the podcast, is that we have some world-class, world-class team here of cinematographers, of, of directors, of producers, of photographers. You know what I'm saying? And if anything, like our, con- our content has gone two, three-fold. You know, we, we shot four films uh, this, this summer. We're putting the final edit on the last one. You shot a special. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People see Converge all over town and, and they, they see our, our, our producers. They see our photographers. You know, we don't have any, any dealing with Jake or anything like that. With our content, you know, in tracking our content and making sure that that's what I'm saying is also it's like Jake's content or whatever else. People, people should keep in mind that that's like, that's not necessarily how it works. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I can assure people, I mean, that's what I'm saying. And go, and I told this on the, in the, in the pod, in the podcast, if, if you find something, all Jake editorial stuff, 
There was like, you know, GTFO and uh, even music videos that he made for, for other artists and, you know, all of these kind of things. It's taking time. But, yeah, of course, we have removed that. Yeah. The, the content that, that remains are things that are inside of news packages or inside of stories at that time. You know what I'm saying? This was this was documenting at that time. And, you know, there there is a difference in that. And so when people might see something on air, it's like, yeah, I mean, what if we're replaying something here from two years ago? That was a very important story that also is very rare in cases like that, that he's the only person who worked on it. Right. You see what I'm saying? Might have shot it. Somebody else did sound. Somebody else did copy. Somebody else did edit and everything else. And so, no. And, you know, like I said, we, we have a very exceptional team of content creators that that, that make great stuff. And, uh, you know, it just seemed to me like maybe that there was some idea that. Although we had been in business for four years before we'd ever met Jake, not at, at this level, of course, but before we'd ever met Jake, that somehow we couldn't move on without Jake yeah. and also something that people should realize is that for the last two years, the biggest thing outside of being frontline at the, at the protest. Um, and that was for a month. The Western barricade was for seven days. And then the chop was for another like three weeks. So it was like, you know, a month uh, of, of protests, like live protest coverage. The biggest thing we ever done here is video this morning update show. You know, our show, the morning update show, um, me, you and the director. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest thing that we've ever done. And we continue to do here is video is TV, you know, um, and we, you know, we've continued along that way. You know, I'm saying all kinds of, of, of we continue to innovate with shows and things like that. But I think it's just important for people to know that, like, you know, Converge is 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 fine like we we don't we don't need like jake grab brought to shoot video for us the photos on the slide and pass us a drive or something you know and people like i said if you see us in public you'll you can literally see who, who's out there yeah yeah this is important to note and uh you know again i think it's important for people to understand our perspective where we're coming from which is why we're doing this and you know we we want to be able to address the things that we have heard maybe there's things that we haven't heard but we wanted to be sure that we address things head on so y'all could hear from us right after this short break we're going to wrap it up here with some final words stay tuned you guys you're watching the day with trey Welcome back to the David Trey, this special edition of the David Trey, uh, where I'm sitting with Omari Salisbury and we're really uh, making sure that our perspective is is heard, is felt uh, when it comes to, you know, Drake Gravbrot. And this has been something that's so public facing that we wanted to take the time for y'all to understand what's been going on internally at Converge, specifically with Omari and with myself, but also to share this broader understanding of what so many of our team members and teammates here at Converge have also been dealing with on a private and personal level, as well as our collective level. So I appreciate y'all for watching. For me, I want to be sure that you hear this. You know, we in no way meant to be defensive around Jake or meant to uh, not address this in a certain way. I think for us who are content creators, we wanted to make sure that the, the reason why we're all here at Converge was 
being felt still in community. And as I talk to elders um, and others in community uh, in regards to how they experience Converge, that was where so much energy went during this time was we have to make sure that as people are trying to figure out, well, who is Converge? What are they about? What are they doing out here? You know, we, that that was clear. And so we, we could have done some things to address this, obviously. And that's where we realized that there was missteps and things that could have been done better. But for me, it's important that you know that we were also being sure that people understood why we were here and that y'all were feeling the stories that we were here to uplift and that those would be the things that would really carry us forward in the midst of what was going on uh, with regard to Jake Grafbrot. And so to any of you out there who have been, you know, survivors, victims uh, associated with this in any tertiary uh, capacity, we want to make sure y'all hear that we uh, we hear you. We are we stand alongside you um, in solidarity with you. And for any survivors of domestic abuse, oftentimes there is a, a shared uh, unified experience that we all have, uh, regardless of the specifics of our situation. And so I, I personally extend uh, my heart to y'all. Uh, thank y'all for coming forward and, and giving others the opportunity to feel empowered to share their stories. I am so sorry that you all have dealt with this uh, now publicly, uh, what you dealt with privately, bringing it out into the public, but that you were courageous enough to stand your ground and share so that that way others could also feel empowered. There's a lot here to take in, but I want you to know from me personally that I hear you, I see you, I stand alongside you, and I, I'm not at all okay with the ways that you know, Converge was utilized to open the doors of vulnerability or accessibility to you and your personal lives. Uh, we do stand firm on us being a real pillar in our community because we are of the community and we care so much about the messages that we bring forward. Oh, yeah, my. you know, for sure. And, you know, so many that the, the tragic irony of this is that so many of the, the organizations and the uplifts that we support are exactly in lane of, of, you know, domestic violence, sexual violence, um, you know, re relationship, um, women, women's rights, uh, and, and on and on. That's where we've continuously, you know, been, been in that lane, like 100%. Um, yeah, you know, I, man, I, I do, I do have some words that you know for first and first and foremost you know there there is no protection of jake Grabbrot here there there's absolutely no protection i mean that's one of one of the things i see in the podcast is like you know oh is protect what does jake have on O? and i'm like you know there there is nothing you, you get what i'm saying i'm i'm not protecting jake and we we wanted to work with with everybody here and even um, with with Tiffany Reese with, with this podcast, like you know, I I went on the podcast, and and she gave an option that no comment. She gave an option of a written statement, or she gave an option of of an audio interview, because I want people to know and to be clear that you know there is absolutely no protection of Jake Grabbrot here, um, 
no sheltering of Jake Grabrod here. And actually, I've in, I've invited Tiffany to come on air, you know, and so can inform the public even more what's going on. So people who and, and she's going to get back to me because, of course, there's a lot of, you know, there there's a, a lot of people that she's talking to and working with uh, um, the, the survivor group and everything else. But, you know, that's not the actions of somebody who's trying to protect you know, I mean, and we're open. Anybody need any, you know what I'm saying? Information We're, you know, we're here um, there. And I, I'm, I'm hopeful. You know what I'm saying? I hope people, people see that. And I think though, but you know, that's so why that's valid. And I'm sorry. I, I know we're way over time here, but I think why that is, why people might assume that is like I said, at the top of the show, where on, where on March 4th, I should have just came out and used my voice. You know, and and um, the fog of the situation and the like I said, the embarrassment, the disappointment and trying to figure it out. I didn't use my voice and not using my voice and coming out and not being, you know what I'm saying, more forceful and thinking like, oh, you know, this is a, a proper a proper sounding of statement and, and not even realizing the the the, the totality of the situation that left space for people to think like, oh, well, you know, maybe he's, he's holding back and he's protecting. And so I, it's valid when people ask that. Yeah. And that's, you know, so I want to acknowledge that because people ask like, you know, does he have something on you? Does it this and that? No, there, I mean, my, my life and, and my, my career and my loves and everything else converge. I love for sure. But my family, you know what I'm saying? My kids, my, my parents, our, our legacy, all of these things, you know, are much bigger. And that's, like I said, I, I told these guys, hey, we're here. You want to come on, talk more, talk more about this. Want to talk more to our audience and everything else. You know, we have absolutely nothing to hide. It's wide open. And, you know, what I'm saying we're here for that. Um, When you say any closing words. Man, I got a lot to say. Um, I would say that, you know, acknowledging the, our, our failure points is important, you know, and a failure point, like I said, we hired Jake as a security guard, no, no background check, you know, a security guard in the middle of the chop, you know, a June, the middle of June in the chop, um, you know, it's a failure. I take, take responsibility for that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not a person who who's really cha- trained in like in a lot of behavioral stuff um, in, in people's people's behavior. And I'd be around like I'm from the neighborhood. So believe me, I see a lot of different behaviors. And unfortunately, you'd be like, man, that's them guys. You know, um, it's not an excuse. And looking back, you know, there probably were there were some signs that like, man, this guy is like, you know, emotional and have some things going on. We didn't see the, these big signs, of course, but you know, people are like, well, you know, it, it was, it was this or it was that. And, you know, I, I acknowledge that, you know, I, I acknowledge that. Um, but also like prefacing that we didn't know, you know, um, I want to acknowledge the, the fact that that call you know, should have should have went much better. And 
it's it's my fault that on that call that they didn't feel heard, you know, and that that wasn't the the intention of it. Um, Jake Grab brought. I said this in the podcast. I'll say it again. He's a bomb that went off and has impacted all of us. You know, he's he's impacted all of us in, in such a detrimental way. You know, I mean, the when 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 people he he stole our honor as a company, right? He stole he stole our honor. I mean, how how and it's it's crazy. He came and he, he 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 took so much from all of us, and of course, them more. And I could say that you know what I'm sorry, you know. And for clearly people in community impacted for for you guys who who continue, you know, to 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 deal with this and today are still dealing with it to our to our directors, our producer, to to our photographer. We got we got so many people here who I mean they they weren't they weren't even here. It was a lot of uh, new people. They weren't here when 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 Jake was here. But you know they're impacted because they're like, hey, you know I I I, I work with Converge. Um, Jake damaged us so so much, and I mean what I can say is is this is that you know I'm um. And what I what I told uh, Tiffany Reese and what I said there on the podcast as well is that, you know, whatever that we can be doing, you know, there there is no harboring, sheltering, no friendship, no nothing, no anything, whatever it is that we can be doing, you know, that that we're here to do it. Um. I mean, we had such a big vision for this company. We had, we had, we had such high hopes of where we're going and what we want to achieve. And I would just hope that, you know, the 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 public out there, our direct community, our larger community, will. Um, Give me an opportunity, you know, to to build and to 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 make things right. And like I said, just know that there there is no way, you know. I mean, none none of us knew, and um, sorry.
I echo those sentiments 100%. And I want to thank you guys for joining us today on this special here on the day with Trey. Um, everything said here is heartfelt. It is our truth. It is from the heart. Um, thank you to Tiffany Reese for reaching out and giving Omari uh, specifically an opportunity to be involved in this podcast and to share um, his personal perspective here rather than just saying, you know, I'm running with this story and, and you know, I, I think that's is, is spot on. Um, the way to do a story like this is to really hear from the parties engaged and involved. And I appreciate that opportunity as somebody who my brand is uniquely tied to Converge Media and everything that people have seen me do in a media space uh, resonates wholeheartedly with Converge. It's almost very synonymous. And I, I deal with that and I take that responsibility on uh, in my community every day. I can't change who I am. I don't change my skin. People have access to me out in community. They know who I am. I show up as my authentic self. So this was personal for me as well. And I am grateful that you are doing this podcast so people can hear from all of these uh, women who have been affected by this, but that that Omari got to also be there on this podcast and share the Converge perspective. Yeah, no. I, and, you know, before we sign off again, you know, I, I, one, I, I am thankful for, for the opportunity. I'm glad that Tiffany Reese um, reached out. And, you know, we were, we were able to have a discussion. And like I said, I, I encourage people to, you know, to, to, to go to the podcast. Um, something was wrong. Um, and a lot of people that, that actually know and was close to, to, to Jake, people that worked with him, man, I, it's, it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people out there, though, in the general public who are coming across this, this story. It's still going to be a lot for them, too. But, you know, it's there. And, um, and, you know, I'm very wide open about that. And even in, in podcasts, they're, you know, they're critical of me. They're critical of Converge. They're, you know, they're critical. It's, it's all right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I would encourage people to, to go and to, to check that out. And, you know, like I said, I, I appreciate you, Trey. Um, you know, uh, the only thing that we kind of know how to do is to just keep on keeping on. Um, and, you know, hopefully we can continue to do that and hopefully we can continue to, um, you know, uh, build trust with, with our community members. Absolutely. Uh, that's at the heart uh, of why all of us are are here. And I personally wore the no excuses hoodie because we are not coming with any excuses in regard to this situation. We are serious about our commitment to uh, continuing uh, to be uh, 
a, a pillar in our community, but also to ensuring that we take this as a lesson learned. And I want everybody out there to hear that. Uh, we definitely take this as a lesson learned. We acknowledge where we could have done better, um, not just on Omari's shoulders, but on us as a company. And we all represent uh, Converge to the fullest. So know that we are committed to ensuring that something like this does not take place again in our midst. Um, and also that uh, we address things head on so that we can have that sense of transparency and continue in the trust that community has given us. Um, thank you all for watching today. For me, until tomorrow at 11 a.m. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.